The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of the Step Back Podcast here on Fanside. You can find it on all your favorite podcast apps. That includes, of course, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to check out our other episodes during the week and our past episodes. We're now going twice a week, typically Mondays and Fridays. So we'll take you out of the weekend and then back into the next weekend. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. And then my co-host on the Five on the Floor podcast, Brady Hawk, is also my co-host, co-host here. You can find him at Brady Hawk 305. So yesterday, as we're speaking here, it's a Friday, the All-Star starters were announced. Now, what we're going to do today is we're just going to break down the East, but the entire team on the East. So what it is and what the rest should be, because the way that fan voting or the way that voting works, if you're not familiar, is for the starters, it's 50% fan vote, 25% player vote, 25% media vote. For the reserves, it's just the coaches voting, and the coaches cannot vote for their own players. So that's the way that this works. We know the starters next Thursday, there'll be an announcement of the reserves. We're going to get ahead of that a little bit today and with Monday's episode. So in the Eastern Conference, here are the starters, and we'll talk about whether or not this is legitimate or not. Giannis, Tatum, and Durant in the front court. Do you have any issue with any of that, Brady? I don't think we could have much issue with it in general, just because like, I don't know if you could have went wrong. Like these are four of the better players in the league this year. It's just tough when I think of matchup wise, when you look at, I know we're going to get into it on Monday, but you look at Jokic on the other side, it almost feels like another true big, just to match up in that way feels necessary. And the guy is literally the leader in points per game in the NBA right now. But the reason I don't really have much problem with, I guess is for one, we were talking about it before, but, the games played thing feels like it has to factor in. And at this point, he is fourth among those four players in games played. Uh, Giannis was the captain. You look at the fact of Jason Tatum being playing literally 47 games. That should be an automatic. Like if he's in the conversation, he's playing 12 more games than another guy. He's in. Uh, and then the KD factor, it feels like he's been out a while, but he's played four more games than Embiid this year. So it's like 
they're all kind of in the mix. I think record should kind of factor in the fact that Philly is the second seed right now in the Eastern Conference and doesn't have an all-star starter is a little tough. But I don't know if you could have went wrong either way. Like, this is just a, a full-around debate. Well, remember with the, the position matchup that these teams are going to get redrafted because Giannis and LeBron are actually going to pick because they're the leading vote-getters, going to pick their teams on the day. I, I believe they're doing it this time on the day of the game itself. So they're actually going to build up a little bit more expense, uh, suspense there. So basically, here's how I see this. Uh, Tatum is definite. I agree with you. The durability, the fact that Boston's been the best team in the East. Giannis, you have to put there. In my view, he's the best player in the world, and he's lived up to that this season. Uh, look, I probably would have gone Embiid with, over Durant because there's been a little bit more durability there, and Philadelphia has a better record. But Embiid has missed time lately also. And I think you're right. You really could go either way here. I, you know, saying, well, Kevin Durant with a season that he's having shouldn't be a starter. And the run also, the run that they were on with Durant before he got hurt, they were on that winning streak. So I'm fine with it. We're just going to pencil Embiid in as an automatic reserve. We don't even need to discuss him later. Let, let's look at the guard situation, the backcourt. Kyrie Irving and Donovan Mitchell. I have an issue with one of these. You probably can guess which. Um Donovan Mitchell's an all-star. He, he he went to Cleveland, and he has totally energized that thing. They were good last year. They were getting better, but he's made them formidable. He's lived up to everything that they wanted when they made that trade. And look, they gave up a lot, okay? I mean, they gave up marketing. is going to be an all-star on the other side. This is one of those situations where essentially all-stars get traded for each other. Uh, but he's been worth it. No question with that. I don't think Kyrie Irving's an all-star starter this year. I think Jalen Brown is an all-star starter this year. I I mean, first thing, Kyrie had 40 last night, as we're speaking, but has not really led them to a lot of victories in the number one role there. Um, people are going to counter and say that the Celtics have lost a couple of games without Tatum, but I, I just – uh, Brown's having the better all-around season. I mean, he's, he's just having the better all-around season, and he's also – uh, you know, not that Kyrie has been the distraction that he's been last year, but we know that Kyrie tends to be more of a distraction than Jalen is. I would I would have Jalen Brown as a starter with Donovan Mitchell. And and this idea of point guard, you need a point guard. Again, these teams are going to flip. So you're probably Steph Curry may end up on a different team than one. And you may have two point guards who are, who you know, so you've got a situation where you're going to have uh, enough point guards. I, I don't know. I would go with Jalen Brown. Yeah, I could see that argument. I feel like their numbers I was just looking at are pretty like close. Like they're almost exactly the same. And obviously, Kyrie's been the number one option for a while. Jalen Brown's been kind of that number two option. And their numbers have still been uh, pretty similar. I think they're both at twenty seven points a game right now. Uh, the only difference is since we're keeping this theme of the games played, Kyrie's at thirty seven and Jalen Brown's at forty four. So like even that kind of thing is is kind of mixed in. Uh, and if you're going to give somebody two All Star starters, it feels like it should be the one seed and not, what are they, the four seed right now? So I think the one seed should kind of get priority over the four seed, but still, this is another thing I, I know you feel a little bit stronger about it than I do, but I, I think this is another one that could go either way. I think they're still very similar, and I just feel like it's the likability factor of kind of the where each player stands right now. It's like, not that Kyrie is just this big-time likable player, but Kyrie Irving has the name. Like, Kyrie Irving just has the name at this point, and you mentioned that the reserves are more coaching base. This is more just kind of a lot of things built together. So Kyrie getting it doesn't surprise me. Uh, and I don't think it's a, it like a big-time snub, but th this is just another one of those things. It was just like luck of the draw. That's what kind of felt like. All right, so 
we don't really need to discuss the top two reserves because, I mean, can we agree Embiid and Jalen Brown will be on the team? Definitely, for okay. sure. So there's five spots left. I'm just going to run off real quick a whole bunch of names. You tell me, not position-oriented, but who you think is the most deserving of all of these names. Ready? Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, Pascal Siakam, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, Zach Levine, Jalen Brunson, Kyle Kuzma, Christophs Porzingis, Jimmy Butler, DeJounte Murray, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Halliburton, Drew Holiday, James Harden. This may be surprising because there's obviously there's a couple of these guys that I think are locks to get in. But I'm going to start with Tyrese Halliburton because I feel like he deserves this first-time All-Star spot. And I'm going to start with him because I know people are going to talk about the fact that – like we were talking about him being an All-Star starter possibly a couple like before the injury. Like that's kind of the trajectory he was on. They were winning games. Uh, but he's also been available enough that even though he's missed these games, he's still at 40 games played. He's averaging 20 and 10. If it wasn't for James Harden, he'd be the leader in the NBA and assists per game. Uh, so I think he deserves being a first-time All-Star this year. And it, it, maybe he's not the the most lock on that that list, but I still I I, I got to go with him first. All right, I don't disagree with you about Halliburton, and I think ultimately he's on my team. Uh, I don't want there to be a perception of bias here because the podcast we do. But to me, the next guy is Bam Adebayo. I, to me, he's eighth. I, you know, when I look at the rest of this list, and I know, look, we're going to discuss Trey, we're going to discuss Drew, but I, I just don't see somebody who's making more of an impact on both ends. I mean, now that Bam has become more aggressive offensively, and it's been consistent, and he's been carrying them at times when Jimmy plays, and all the time, pretty much when Jimmy doesn't play. I don't see anyone like to me, this is not like a couple years ago where it's like, okay, is Bam going to get the 11th or 12th spot? I, I think, you know, I, like I, I was, I was expecting to look at this list and say, we're going to have to start to make a case for Bam out of Iowa to be an all-star. There's no case to be made. It, it It's, it's a given to me. I, he's in, mm-hmm. I, that's, and again, that's not Miami bias or anything. I mean, we do see him every day, so we appreciate him maybe more than others do, but you're talking about a top five defender in the league and he ain't five. Uh, and then you're talking four, about four or three. Else. Yeah, he's all right. You're also he's you're also getting 21 and almost 11 from him at this point, with four assists, and he you know he's the leading paint scorer in the league and one of the leading fourth quarter scorers in the league still. I I don't I mean that's to me an absolute given. All right, so he's on your team though, right? Because I I may not go with Halliburton, so I I want to let's let's go down mm-hmm. the list a bit. Bam is one of your 12, correct? For sure. I would mean I was he probably could have been my first one. I was gonna leave it in suspense a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I like well, it. I you know, you right, know so, I'm going with Bam on my team. All right, so we're at eight. So let's start to discuss then who is nine. And again, I, I might sneak Halliburton in there. I, I think the common perception would be it's Trey Young. Do you have an issue with that? I do. I don't know if I I, I don't know if I am there yet. Like I, I we'll get to the toward the end for him, I guess, but I don't know if I'm I think the next guy that we have to talk about is honestly a, a, a Knicks player is getting in. Let, let me just start. Right, with okay, that. Like so a, let's do that. Let, let's let's get a Nick in. Okay, there's only going to be one Nick. And this, so and I've it, seen, I've seen like the debate go back and forth between the two of them. I personally lean Julius Randle. Like I, the guy's averaging 25 points per game. He's been more efficient. He's been their number one scorer. Obviously, there's a case for Brunson as well. He's averaging 22 a game. He's kind of been the glue to what they do. He's kind of been the efficiency guy, the guy that kind of jumpstarts their offense. But it feels like at this point, I I am going to lean Julius Randle. I think he's the one Nick that gets in. 
I'm with you. Um, I kind of feel like Knicks fans want it to be Brunson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but I, I would lean that way too. I'm kind of looking at the rest of the list though as I do this because I want to make sure we're going to have enough guards. But I, I my my lean would be Randall. But if that's the case, there's a couple of these other bigs that I don't think have as good a shot. But I, I I'm with you on it. I'll go with Randall. But let, so let me ask you this: If there's going to be one more big on the roster, is it Siakam? Yep, that was the other guy I was going to bring up a second ago. I think he's definitely in there. Uh, I know the team stuff gets factored into this, but obviously this he's having an incredible season. He's averaging 25 a game, 48% shooting. He's been one of the real glue points to that Raptors team. He's obviously, I think, an all-star this year. So I think he's kind of that that other big to throw in the mix. So you, obviously we have Embiid, Bam, Siakam, and Randall as kind of the four front court players, I guess. Well, this leaves just two spots, and I haven't given you Halliburton yet. So let's take a look at some of the others. Let's We, we, we still have Trey in the mix. DeMar DeRozan on a team that's struggling, but his numbers are still strong. Zach Levine, they're all let, let me ask you this question, because they're they may not get any, and if they get any, they'll get one. If if you were to say which, it's DeRozan, right? This year? Yeah. If it if it was to be one, I would be DeRozan. Okay, so take Levine off the list. We taking anybody from Washington? No. 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 Okay. Garland hasn't played enough. Jimmy hasn't played enough, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're taking Jimmy off the list. And Jimmy if we're doesn't want to be there. One, if, if we're going to take one, well, he he doesn't want to be on the list. If you take, if we're going to take one guy from Atlanta, would it be Trey or Dejounte Murray? Trey, we still got to give it to Trey. So we're taking Dejounte Murray off the list. So here's here's what's left from the list that I gave you at the beginning. I'm going to give you my next automatic. Then it's Drew Holiday. I, I, I mean, would you have any? I mean, you're talking about again, two way guy. Second best team in the East for most of the season. Haven't had Middleton. Has had to take on a little more offensive responsibility. Has the respect of his peers. I don't have a problem with it. I was I was going back and forth between him and this other guy. Uh, but I definitely don't have a problem with it. He's been one of the best guard defenders in the league. He's averaging 20 a game. He's Obviously, guys have missed time. They haven't had Middleton. He's kind of stepped in and been uh, the solid piece to get them through. I honestly just think at this stage – the guy I'm going to throw in the mix, I think, is Harden. And I know you'll probably not appreciate that one. That's uh, who it's probably going to be. But I but think that's it, who it'll be. But, it, but, but it's, if it's going to be him, it's not going to be Halliburton then. Right? Well, you're saying Holiday would get eliminated. I'm sorry. I, I can't agree with putting Harden in instead of Holiday. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I just think that Holiday contributes more to winning overall – I know the numbers are better. I get it. I understand it. He missed a lot of time also. Did he not? How many games has he played? Ooh, I'd have to – here, let me see right here. He is at – first of all, he's the leader in the league and assists by a wide margin. So okay. he's been pretty good offensively. He is at 31 games played. Two, yeah, that's actually – now that's making me rethink some things. I'm not even <laughs> – I mean, Jimmy's 31. played more games than him. Has he not? How many games has, has Jimmy been at? Is that – I mean – he is at 30, 33, 34 games played. Okay, and so you he's know, and you and I both know how that's looked and how that's mm-hmm. felt. So that's you're true. telling me, okay, if if we're going, if if we if we've got our ten here, okay, we've got well because we've got the five: MB, Jalen, Bam, Randall, Siakam. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking as my last two: Holiday, 
And then to me, it comes down to Trey or Halliburton. That's where I'm at. You're taking Halliburton and Harden. Yeah, I think just I think Harden gets in, but now honestly, the games played stuff kind of throws it off for me, honestly, a little bit. But I still think Halliburton, I think, deserves it. Harden, I think, could be that that flip with a Drew Holiday type uh, or Trey Young type. Like Trey's averaging 27 points per game, but to his standards, in my opinion, like the the shooting percentages, the impact to winning. Like you were just bringing up about Harden, the impact to winning. Like I just feel like a lot of that has to be factored in. Which sounds crazy that we're like, first of all, let me just throw in the fact like DeRozan's averaging 26 a game and 27 a game is for Trey. And we're debating that they're not all stars. Like that's where this league is right now, talent wise. Right. Like that's a that's a pretty wild thing. But I think uh I think I will go Halliburton and Harden. You know what's gonna the record's gonna work against Halliburton now though, because they, they've lost eight yeah. out of ten. And uh, you know, and and actually Atlanta has played a little better of late. So they've kind of pulled out of that pack with the Pacers somewhat. But doesn't that make Halliburton's case a little bit? They've lost eight out of ten. He hasn't been playing his impact to win. Like I feel like some of that should be. I, I get it, but then we're getting into the missed games thing on the other side again. So that you know, because what is that? He's I, still I, at just, forty. He is still at forty. That's your these days. That's a lot. <laughs> all, right, all right. So just to review here, okay. By the way, I would have Kyrie Irving as a reserve, okay, if Jalen was starting. So I, I don't want to say I wouldn't have him on the team at all. I would have him in as a reserve. Uh, so the, the top five we agree on, obviously, starters. We may not totally agree on the, the guard spot or with the guard spot the way it played out, but we all agree Irving deserved to make the team with Embiid and Jalen Brown. So Irving, Mitchell, Giannis, Tatum, Durant, Embiid, Jalen Brown, Bam, Randall, Siakam. Those are our lock 10. I'm going with Drew Holiday. And I'm going to say right now, just because of – even though I like Halliburton better as a player, I'm going to lean – I'm going to lean Trey there for my 12th. You're going to go with Halliburton and either Harden or Drew as your 12th. No love for Tyler, huh? I, if they had a better <laughs> record, I could you could make a case here. You could make a case, but there's, there's too much talent on this list because then you could throw in a couple other guys. Like There's like three guys that we just didn't throw in the mix that are averaging above 25 points per game. And then if you're saying Tyler, you could also yeah. make the case for Jimmy. So it's like, it, it would be tough. It would definitely be tough. Who, who would be on the Heat side? We may do this on our end, on five on the floor. On the Heat side, who would you lean towards, Jimmy or Tyler? For all-star, Jimmy. Okay. Even with all the missed games. Tyler's played. Even with, the, even with all the missed games, I just think. When yeah. he's played, he he's had a really good season. It's just he's just missed time. Like he's been yeah. amazing defensively. Like if you look at the steals leaders, like every night he's impacted defensively in the stat category. Like he's had a good season. It just comes down to the games played. And as much as we talk about the, we were bringing up the bias with Bam, which I don't think is a bias. I can't give it to Jimmy just because of that factor. Uh, and like I said before, like he wants Bam and Tyler to be there. He does not. Yeah, he has, he, has, he, has, he has no intention of going. Anyway, if he so. doesn't want to play in these regular season games, he doesn't want to play in an all-star game. <laughs> no, he, he has he has no patience for any of that stuff. All right, so there you go. There are teams. Maybe we'll pull this from step back and say, uh, which two guards would you take at the end? So I guess I'll have to go with the opposite ones of you. So you know what? You're going to stick to Harden instead of Drew, uh, and I'll stick to mm -hmm. Holiday and Trey. And we'll go from there. And uh, got a, a, a little more size, I think, on uh, on your end. And, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, if I'm, I'm going to take Trey. All right, we're going to do the Western Conference. 
on Monday, and then maybe after that we'll kind of put together, if we were Giannis and LeBron, who we would pick to put these teams together. I think that might be a fun exercise. So check us out on Step Back uh, twice a week, and also uh, check out all the content on fansided.com and on Five on the Floor. That's at the Five Reasons Sports Network. We cover the Miami Heat on a daily basis. Have a good day, everybody. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.